Welcome to Belmont Banter, the official podcast of Whitstable Town FC. Every week we chat to ex-players, supporters and invited guests here on Belmont Banter. Welcome to the official podcast of Whitstable Town FC. Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. Hello again everyone and welcome to uh, Belmont Banter. And tonight we've got uh, Steve Marshall Part 2. Now, when we left Steve, uh, he was talking about Perfleet. So, Steve, you had a sort of like an up and down time there. You enjoyed it, but uh, you're never going to stay there for long term, were you? No, they were a good. They were a good crew. They were good players and they were nice people. And they but, but I knew that I'd reached my level. I think I'd exceeded my level. Tommy Sampson was another one like Alan Day that I mentioned earlier. Everyone knew Tommy Sampson. He was... He had the Herne Bay side that had been so good for the last three or four years. And they, they, uh, they, they had a guy called Paul Ribbons playing for them. Paul Ribbons was a friend of mine from Shep- my Sheppey days. Mm-hmm. And he was the only guy that I knew in that side. However, when Tommy Sampson met me at Tudor Rose and persuaded me to go to leave Perfleet and sign for deal, I signed... However, I was under no illusions that it would be a challenge because that side was so good and the majority of that side was still the Herne Bay team. With a few additions, Mark Seeger being one, Seegs, we'll come to him a little bit later. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, so so once again, Ribbo was the only guy that I knew there and I knew that I was going to have to really put it in to establish myself in a side that included Scott Appleton, Peter Coupland. And those were the two centre forwards. You know, these are tried and tested players, brilliant players. But I managed to do that. I managed to I managed to do well with Deal for the rest of that season. But we didn't win the league. We won the cup at the end of the season. Ramsgate won the league that year, who had a brilliant side, who we've we've been bowing. Yeah. Okay, Tony. Yeah. So I mean, when I was at Sheppey, one of the what you you when you when you're new to an area, some people actually actually pop up and you remember them immediately. And you did a podcast with Dean Bowie, and I, I don't—I I know Dean, and I, I don't know him too well. I don't know—I'd know him to say hello to. However, he scored a goal for Dartford when I was playing for Sheppey, and Dartford were going for the league, and they had a big crowd. And he scored probably the best goal that I've ever—I've uh, ever been on the receiving end. We were winning, and I think it was either the equaliser or the winner. And he scored—he he belted one in from 25 yards, and that guy. That guy's name stuck out for me, and I've come across him so many times as well. Fantastic player and a good guy as well. Um, Foley, Cote, Steve Cotem, and I, I, I play against them every now and again in the charity games. And yeah, they're, they're a good side. Fantastic. Timmy Dixon, Browning, oh, great side. But yeah, so that that was that was the start of my deal, which was uh, I was a bit worried about that. I must admit, I, I didn't, but uh, I, I managed to do well. And then the following season at Deal, um, Tommy Tommy signed even more players. So he was signing. So he was signing Ricky Bennett. He was signing Steve Lovell. He was. It, it, it and it once again it concentrated my mind. And that the, the season the season that we did really well in the Vars, I didn't start the season in that side. I was out of the team. Uh, it was that because he, he brought in some terrific players. It wasn't until it wasn't until probably the first Vars game that season 
where we played down at Eastleigh and we were getting beaten 3-1 at half time and he brought me on and and and, and I scored and we, we won 4-3 and it wasn't down to it wasn't just all down to me however from that moment on there was there was no looking back for me I, I did well for the rest of that season but you know what it was the competition that did it it was the competition for places that that that, that meant that you just couldn't you couldn't relax. You could, yeah, you could, you could, you couldn't, re- you couldn't relax. And yeah, and, and then everyone knows, everyone knows the VAR story. So I won't go into that. I'll say Mark can, Mark can tell you the VAR story when he comes on. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> that would be one episode all the way. Through. Yeah, uh, all episode. Yeah, I, I, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> no, I'll, let, I'll let him do that. That's good. That's but, good. Yeah, that, that was that was my, that was my that was my deal season. And then obviously again, everyone knows what happened. A deal. There was there was fallouts with the council, and um, they, you know Roy Roy, who was the the chairman at the time, decided to step back. And, That's and Roy Smith, isn't it? Yeah, Roy Smith. Yeah, another brilliant guy. All the guys down at Deal, I still see them. Still travel down. Still go and see them if they've yeah. got a they've got games on. Dave Dad, Roy Smith. Yeah. Those guys are really really yeah, they're, they're fantastic guys. And then, and, and, and then um, and then the following season, Tommy took over at Ashford, and me and four or five of the deal boys went down down at Ashford, and we spent about three quarters of the season there. And again, you get then then there was a change of ownership, and and Tommy and the whole team left. Yeah. Um, and, and Chris Kinnear rang me up. Chris Kinnear, who was Margate, yeah. and he he said to me. He asked me, it was, this was in March, it was really late on in the season, and Margate were top of the league and they were doing really well. And he asked me to go there. And once again, I'm, oh, yeah, yeah, great. And, and he said to me, he said, he said, Phil Collins is struggling with a groin injury. And he said, I need someone of a, you know, so you need someone to cover him. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do that for a few months of the season. And he, he never missed a game. And I was I only made I only made sub sub appearances so yeah and, and they won the league that year and you know I, I wasn't I was part of it from a dressing room point of view but um, I made a couple of sub appearances and and then and then that was it I didn't go back and I didn't get asked back and that, that was that was that was it for me um, at Margate short period there um, and then I went back to Perfley Tony <laughs> Colin Colin McBride asked me back to Perfley. Yeah. Uh, I must admit, I was a bit, yeah. Uh, what? Why? Uh, well, I didn't say that, of course. No, but no. anyway, so so obviously he wanted me there, and and the, he had a good, he had some good forwards there, but he didn't have the, he didn't have these ex-professionals who were there, who were there before. He had some real good players like Paul Linger, Martin Buglioni went there with from from Ashford. So I knew Martin, I knew Martin Bugsy from from there, and 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 I, and I started the season there, and I started quite well, and I got about nine goals. Before Christmas and and then it started to become in and out again and, and there was a, it, it just yeah I wanted to play and and Jim Ward rang me up from Maidstone and Ribbo was there and Ross Edwards who's who's a power mine Richard Sindon was at Maidstone yep. so I knew that I knew these guys from 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 uh, previous sides so I went there and and Steve Butler was there and and, and that was good at my, that was good at Maidstone but once again I, it was tough there because Richard and Steve Butler were the, were the were the main men there, and it was tough to break into that side. But I, I kind of did and kind of did, and I was in and out of the team. We won the league at the end of that season. Once again, it was I didn't play all season, 
and uh, and and that was good. And the following and, and the, the following season, it was about two thousand and two. Once again, it started the season on on the sidelines on the bench, and and we ended up we ended up it was that season when they had the the road to Wembley. Do you remember that time? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Mason had the road to Wembley, and I scored that hat trick and, and the, the Isle of Wight <laughs> six, six minute hat trick. Wow. Which was which was uh, yeah that was uh, I was a bit embarrassed about it because I don't like being on the bench as no no forward does. No. But yeah, they uh, ended up getting me on football focus in the end. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you've still got the clip somewhere. No, I haven't. Oh, no, I haven't. You I, haven't. It was all a bit. It was all a bit. Yeah, it was. It was a bit of a. Yeah, I haven't got it. Steve, contact the BBC and get them to send it. No, it's, well, I just, I mean, I just never forget Foley and all that lot laughing in the dressing rooms when they when they compared my hat trick with, with all these, you know, famous hat tricks. Mine came off, one came off my ass. <laughs> <laughs> one, one, one was a miss hit and the other one was a one on one, you know, rubbish yeah. hat trick as a sub. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not quite in the same league as Jeff Hurst. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got for months and months. And then yeah, so that was that was my time at Maystone. And then and then I I I, I got they, they released me. They released me after a season and a half. After I had a bit of an injury, I had an injury, and I came back, and, and Jim ended up releasing me. And and at that point, Tony, I ended up coming with Matt Toms and Mark to Whitstable, which is yeah, which we best, I've, thing, I've, best thing that ever happened to us. That yeah. was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I've, yeah. got to, I've got to say, I've said it to loads of people as well. That day that you walked in the ground, there was a buzzer. I mean, it wasn't a, you know, we didn't have thousands of people there, but all the people that were there, they knew who, who you were. They knew Steve Marshall walked in the ground and the buzz went around. Steve Marshall, what's he doing here? He's signed for, he's what? <laughs> and that was honestly, that was the start of the, the euphoria that we then experienced. Yeah, it was brilliant. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I, I'm glad I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> so, no, no pressure. I would, been, I, I would have been, yeah, I would have been, yeah. yeah no pressure. Been, it's okay, yeah. lads. The Messiah's just walked in. Yeah. No, I'm certainly not that. <laughs> oh, it's nice. Yeah, I've, I've heard you say that, Tony. It's good, good of you to say. No, it, was, it was really it was nice. It was lovely. And uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean that that was that that was that was that was a good side when I arrived. And it just got better and better every season that we that we went on. It did, didn't and, you know, it? There was, there, we, we didn't really have. If you look at the side when I first joined, and then the side when 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 I ended up leaving, it, it was it was okay. There was tweaks here and there was tweaks there, but it was always developed. It, it was. There was always to be thinking behind all of it from everyone, from Matt, from Tom Z, yeah, from. And then when Seeks took over, Seeks kind of took it to another level, and that's no detriment to, to Matt. But Seeks, Seeks had clearly learned from Tommy Sampson, who was a real, you know, he, he liked the detail, he liked he to prepare. And Seeks, Seeks did that again, and you know, he just took took everything. It, it was it was it was fantastic under under him. It was, wasn't admit. it? And yeah, it was. Yeah. Like like most decent managers, he had a decent number two in Simon, didn't he? I mean, Simon was uh, they worked well together, didn't they? Well, when when Simon, you see, I, I knew Simon before before he joined Whitstable, and, and we we used to meet up and we used to talk about football. And you only have to talk to people for a short period of time to know whether they're whether they've 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 got the right philosophy for everything. Yeah. And Simon Simon and Seeds were made for each other at that time, and Simon's training was brilliant, was second to none. 
I don't think I, I can't remember any other training being better, I'll be honest. And Siegs with, with his with his man management skills, they kind of they kind of worked really well together. They really did. And they used to identify players or positions where people could come in. And not only that, they used to be able to handle all of the all of the um fitting people into the side, playing them sometimes, not playing them the others. And I think, I mean, from my point of view, that was perfect. I was, you know, I wasn't mega old, but I was getting, I was getting to the point where I needed to be managed. Yeah. I didn't like, I didn't like it, but <laughs> they did it and it worked for, it worked for them. And I think it worked for me and for the club as well. That was, that was man management in a nutshell, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, especially that last season. But he did it before as well. He, he, he did it before that. He he used to, we used to go through goalkeepers, didn't we? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, we, we would have a different goalkeeper every season. And then and then eventually he would, he, they, they identified that Kevin Fuel would be someone who would elevate again. But it wasn't sort of going from down there at the bottom, rock, rock bottom to the very top. It was just a little extra. For you to highlight... Uh... Fuelly, I th- that that's such a really that's a real compliment to him, and I, I, I agree with you. Kevin Fuel, Kevin Fuel was that man. He's he he was he was as as an integral part of that title winning side as Jimmy Strouts and any other player that came in. Mickey Lane, all of those players were just that little extra piece that you need to win a league. You do need that. And Simon's training was fantastic. Uh, however, time I've got I've got to mention the youngsters at Whitstable because at the time there was a push, whether it's from the club or whether whether it was the manager, I didn't really know. There was a push to get some youngsters involved. There was a good crop of youngsters coming through at Whitstable, and those guys started coming through under Matt and Mark, who developed them further. And then for the for the final season, then they they really came through and they really shone. So you've got you've got people like. Um, Gary Sayer, you've got people like Tom Parker, you've got people like Josh Main, Alex Hossick. I'm probably missing out a few. Over the years, you've got Aaron, um, Rob Thomas, who, yeah. who did a brilliant podcast, by the way, loved it. Uh, Aaron Knight. And I know Aaron, Aaron didn't you know, continue uh, after a while, but he was another fantastic player. Andy Martin, who was, I think he was slightly unlucky, but I mean, the way everyone spoke about Andy, Andy was you know, a really fantastic player. Yeah, but he didn't quite get to show that in the first team for whatever reason, for one reason or another. And but he, they were all without that crop being being together because they'd clearly been together for so I don't know how long, but from a from a relatively young age. You, that, that's another thing that you can't you can't legislate for. You can't you can't um, factor that in. How can you factor in? Oh, well, let's let's bring in five players who've known each other since they were young. Yeah. Well, to, for them all to come through, I mean, in, in that final season, we must have had five in the side. We did. We so did. It, it was a minimum five. Was that a push from the club, Tony? Well, was a, it, it, uh, was, it was in a way. I think it was financial as much as anything else. Plus, yeah. Mark pushed that as well. But not only yeah. Mark, Matt Toms, Braggy. Braggy yeah. first started it off, Matt Toms. Yeah. And yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And and then Mark pulled it through because he could see. I think when he when he had a couple of them at training, and he could see how they were developing, and wow, it didn't half go well, didn't it? Yeah, it's 
it, it's something I'm I'm sure they'll tell me that those those youngsters will say that I was a moany old git when I was playing with them when they first started. But uh, I mean, that's only natural for for an elder statesman to to be like that. But I really thought that I thought the world of all of them, and you know they were they were fantastic players. And they were good characters in the dressing room as well. No doubt whatsoever. Each and every one of them in their different ways. So, yeah, without that, I don't think we'd have had the success we had culminating in that final season. Do you know what? The fact that you've mentioned people like Andy Martin, Aaron Knight, those sort of players that never really showed their full potential, that mm. shows what a guy you are. You recognise that. You were kind enough to mention it. I'll take my hat off to you, Steve. That's really, really good. Oh, there's 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 more. There's there's more. There's um, uh, Budgie's Darren 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 Budge. Budge. Yeah, yeah, great great lad, great player. Just you know, there's no there's no uh, one reason why these players don't end up progressing a little bit further than than wherever they ended up. But they were all part of it. They were all part of that 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 group. And without the group, you have nothing. Brilliant. And again. Without meaning to blow smoke up his backside, that's credit to Mark and who were, who were all of the managers that were involved in, because to keep a group like that all so involved, it is it's, it's interesting, isn't it, Tony? It's interesting how how things go. You you can't get you can't get success unless you're comfortable with, with the people around you, and the only way you get comfortable is by is by sort of growing up with people. Whether, yeah, I agree. That, Young age, or even an older age, a lot, of, a lot of the best times I've had, Tony, at football, football clubs, are when when I've joined clubs. Right now, then, what about the trip away to Spain, wherever you all went? Now, oh yeah, that was fun. That was. Do you know so, what? I, I got invited on that, believe it or not. Did you? You should yeah, have gone. I, I should have gone. I know, but my wife said to me, "If you go, you're not going to come back alive." She said, oh, "I know what they're like." Oh, my dad! My dad! When my dad came, Tony, my dad came. He was working in Spain at the time, oh. and my dad, my dad came, and he flew over from Zaragoza to yeah. Mallorca. Yeah, he's. I think he did the first night. Second night, it wasn't so. <laughs> wasn't so much. Wasn't so much. Yeah, my Carol said to me, "You can't drink now like you used to. You can't go there, there with those lads." So I oh, know. Yeah, that was that was that was that was a tough weekend. Well, that is fantastic. Can I just say something as well? You said about training. I used to go over, we used to train over at the university a lot then during that period. And I, re- I went over there more often than not. I used to go over on training night. And it was a joy just to sit there and watch you boys doing your bits and pieces. Often on a freezing cold night, you know. But it, it was, honestly, I so enjoyed that period. It was really good. Really good. No, no, no. no. It, it, we, everyone went to training. There was no excuses. There was no people crying off, even though I was probably the one who wanted to. But <laughs> I was, you know, you know, it was so, it was such a good, it was <coughs> such a good atmosphere all of the time that you wanted to go to training. You mm-hmm. wanted to be a part of what what you could see was going to happen. But it but it inched towards that. It didn't just flip over overnight. It no. inched towards it. It was it was it was yeah it was. It was Great time. Probably my best time in football, I would say. Time. Yeah, it was, it was best, good, time, good time, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was a good, yeah, dressing, it was good, time, room, yeah. good dressing room. Yeah. The club was yeah, happy. Definitely. Everyone around was... Joe was a great... You know, Joe was a chair... Well, I was I was in the chair at the end, but Joe was there for the chairman and he supported me fantastically. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, but we, we couldn't have done it without... The, the players can't do anything without the foundations behind. 
No. So yeah, everyone. I think everyone felt that that we were, everyone was always kind of pulling in the right in the same direction, and yeah, yeah. It, was, it was it was brilliant. I didn't always get on with Seeks though. No, I know that. They, 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 they t- do. You, have you? No one's mentioned the, the 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 orange juice in the dressing room yet, have they? No. On a fair, on a thing, yeah. A few people, few people bring that up every now and again. Me and Mark, <laughs> me and Mark did have a little sex in once in the dressing room, but we're we're still friends. So, so what was that over orange juice then? Oh no, no, it wasn't over orange juice. But in the end, I I, I threw the orange juice on the floor. I think it went all over Gary Sayer. Oh, I think you know, he, he, he said he said something to me about my performance, probably right. Yeah, and I didn't agree with it, and I just in the end, I, I it wasn't a teacup. <laughs> It wasn't a teacup. We were far too professional for tea. It was, a, it was an orange juice on the floor. Oh, goodness. Yeah, that was quite funny, but yeah. Well, if, it's, if that was the worst thing that happened in a dressing room, it was a pretty good dressing room then. Yeah, no, I've seen worse. Yeah, I'm sure you have. Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. What happened to Steve Marshall when you finally moved on from Whitstable? Because we sort of lost. Yeah, well, I, I had a season and a half at Bly Spartans, which, you know, it was a good club. It was, uh, who was it? It was Matt Hume was the manager. Oh, Great yeah, guy. Matt, I know Matt. Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Cook was uh, was one of his assistants. Uh, Gene Clough, all great guys. I, I wasn't very good, Tony. It's, it, it, this, this, I can't dress it up any, any other way. I wasn't very good. I, I went there and I played and I just didn't play well. It, it, well, I was I was fit, yeah. I just didn't play very well, and, and I, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I don't I don't know why. I mean, I was I know I was getting on a bit, but I should have done better. Yeah, it's 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 a shame, really. And then after a year and a half there, I, I I left, and and that was it. That was it. I just yeah, I didn't. That was football. That was it. Yeah, that was that, yeah, that was football done for me. Yeah, I think I was 37, 30, 38. Well, you say you were done with football, but you weren't completely, were you? Because you're still involved now. So you think, Tony. So you think. No, I'm not involved in football. You think I'm coaching football? No, no, no. In 2014, 15, my lad Dan, Dan, he he started playing cricket for Lordswood. He didn't like football. He tried football and he went down to cricket. And when he started playing cricket, Tony... I could see that he had a little something. He had a, he could hit, he could hit a ball. He was he enjoyed it. And after a few years, looking at watching him train, and then he started playing matches, and he was quite good. And that made me get on the field and start mucking about with the with the with the team and throwing balls around and stuff like that. And they they asked me to be the manager <laughs> of his side, and we we ended up doing well. We ended up doing really well. We ended up winning the Medway League. Under under elevens when Dan was 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 ten, so he was with the older group, and then the following year they asked me to become a coach. Oh my goodness! So did like, you ever play so, cricket? Yeah. Oh, you I had? played cricket at school. Oh, right. Remember I said to you, remember oh, yeah. I told you that the, the, the school I went to played cricket and rugby. And oh, because they didn't have football. Yeah, they hockey. They didn't have football. So, and you know, my dad used to be involved in cricket. I've I've always loved cricket, Tony. Always, always. Loved it, but because football took over, sort of 16, 17, took that was the end for cricket. Yeah. yeah, that was that was the end. And I played a few games, but you know, nothing, nothing, um, nothing exciting. And then, yeah, so they put me through the coaching badges and or, or, or level two, and that's what I'm doing now. So I'm 
sort of moving up through the levels through Dan and he's up to under 13s now and he, my goodness. He, plays the, he plays for the district side he's a good player so that yeah so so that that is and, and even last year Tony I ended up playing <laughs> really oh. yeah yeah oh, fantastic yeah so that that's that, that's pretty much taken over now I'll, I'll probably spend more time at the weekends with cricket than than I do than I ever did at football football was just Saturday, just Saturday for cricket Saturday Sunday Friday yeah it's it's it's, it's uh, yeah so it's, it's all embracing uh, isn't it when you get involved it just it's there isn't it yeah. yeah, but then I have to do committee meetings, which if you told me when I was playing football that you'd ever be sitting on a committee with either football, cricket or anything, I would, I would have said, no, that's not for me. I was never going to become a manager of football. Never, never appealed to me, nothing. And that people that play with me will probably say the same, you know, no, no, not, not, not interested or, or, or he wouldn't, that's not for him. And it wasn't, it was never, it never was. But but this, I'm I'm doing it all. I'm a member of the committee. I you know I take I take I, I, I love it down there. I love it at Lords. That's fantastic because they've got a really yeah. good setup down at Lords, haven't they? Because the the cricket pitch is really close to the clubhouse, isn't it? Yeah, I mean there is nothing better than watching cricket down there on a Friday night when it's packed full of people, and there's always there's always either a kids cricket game or a, or an, something on on a, in the summer. And it's there's a good atmosphere down there, and even other games on a on a Saturday and a Sunday, you get a good crowd down there that watch, and it's it, it's good. I I enjoy it down there. That's and fantastic. Yeah, I, yeah. So I'm playing. I'm playing for the. I'm playing for the. For do you know what? What the, one of the main motivations around it, Tony, was was so that I could get to play with my boy. Oh yeah, with, good. with dancer, and and that happened last week. We ended up going into bat together on a oh, Sunday. Oh, nice. In a, in a friendly, yeah, we batted for batted for a while, and he did well. He did well. Did he, did he score more than you? He got one less. <laughs> You're still competitive. Oh, Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, that yeah. Uh, you know that Sam Denley is the director and manager of cricket now at Whitstable. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I had a chat with Sam last year when we was when we when we were actually playing and see if we could arrange a game with uh, Whitstable on the thirteens, but. Yeah, it just it didn't happen in the end, but yeah, no, I know he's. I mean, you know, he's he's him and his family are cricket through and through, aren't they? Absolutely, so, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's. I'd love, I'd love to. I mean, I'd love to go down and watch a game down there, down at Whitstable, see see Sam play. Because I think Sam's son plays as well, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He's play. he's on. I think he's yeah. on Kent's books as well. The young. He is a, yeah. So yeah, I, I must admit, I, I do, I, I do, I, I try and follow, but because when you're relatively new to the scene. With with with, I mean, not just an area, but a sport. I I, I must admit, I don't know many of the, you know, many no. of the clubs or many of the people, but I do know Sam. Yeah. And I do know Whitstable Club because obviously it's right behind. Yeah, sure. Know, the, the yeah. Football club. But yeah, so yeah, it's I, I kind of I kind of know the teams around here, but I'm I'm not quite sure. But I did meet some good people from Broadstairs on my coaching course. Oh, seems like a, seems like a good club as well. Yeah, because I um I lived down in the sandwich area for a, for a, a while. I had a pub there for eight years, and we used to uh, we used to have a, a cricket team that played on a Sunday, but it was a pub. It was a proper pub team. We would only ever play um, friendlies on a Sunday afternoon if it was after half past two, because the, back then the pubs used to close. We had, we would open from twelve till two o'clock. 
the pub yeah, had closed I mean, and then we'd all get in our cars and go wherever it was to play cricket and honestly steve if if there was one player on our side who was all in whites he was the only one the rest of us was just like it was oh, but it was fun it was just good fun yeah, it, 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 it is. It's a, it's a real good. It's a, it's a good crackdown at Lord's Wood. It is, isn't it? Yeah. There's, 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 there's rugby and football. Rugby and the cricket tend to, tend to um, um, amalgamate, don't they? Yeah, amalgamate kind of a bit, bit more than the football, and yeah. we end up playing games against the rugby team. And some of the rugby boys play for the cricket side on the pitch, and yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it's just, it's just a real, it's good fun. It's, it's good, good fun. fun. Well, I'm yeah. pleased. I'm pleased that you're still involved with sport because uh, yeah, yeah. football's been such a big part of your life. And going forward, cricket's going to be a big part of it as well, isn't it? Oh yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping so. I don't think I'll play for too much longer, but um, hopefully, then Dan can keep on progressing and keep keep um, playing the best he can and doing well. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that and keep helping him. Well, I think he's about the same age as Sam's son. Uh, he, yeah, he must be about the same age. So, fingers yeah. crossed. We look forward to the day when the pair of them are both playing for Kent. You never know, <laughs> Steve. You never know. You never, you never know, Tony. You never no, you know. Don't. Well, Steve, I think it's about time that we uh, we wrapped up our part two, because part fun, yeah. part, part one was fun. This has been brilliant as well. And if you'd have said to me at the beginning that we're going to end up with you as a coach at cricket. I'd have thought you were really having me on, but <laughs> I, know, could, I, know. I could tell when I said the word coach, you knew you'd got me, didn't you? You knew. Yeah, then. I did. So you thought I was going to be a football coach. Yeah, yeah no, I, did. Cool. I did. No, it's been brilliant talking to you, Tony. I love it. I love, love your podcast. Thank you very much. What makes it is everyone's story. And you've had a great story to tell. So you've gone from Peterborough. By the way, I meant to ask you. Yeah. Which football team do you support? Do you support Peterborough? No, I support Liverpool. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, there you go. I'd, just like, a... I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to say I've got some story about some, you know, uh, with, with affiliation with Liverpool. But no, when I was growing up, no. they were the best side. Yeah, that's it. That's what, that's what yeah, often happens, yeah. isn't it, when you're a youngster? Yeah. You yeah. latch on to the one that's, yeah, that's got it. Yeah. I think that's why there's so many Man U supporters about, because they had such a, a purple patch of about eight or ten years and everybody yeah. that grew up at that period, they're all Man U supporters, aren't they? Yeah. And a lot of youngsters now are Chelsea fans. You know, Chelsea. Is, yeah, that's is right. That, Chelsea, that Chelsea had their bit, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's well, Steve, we, uh, we'll have to finish there, mate. But I'd like to say thank you very much personally, first of all, for joining me tonight. But most of all, for being part of our journey at Whistle Town, because you, you played such an integral part. And, you know, we're on a good run at the moment, a good run, whereas we've got a a good good manager Lloyd Blackman we've got a great chairman Joe was a great chairman as well and he achieved great things at the club uh, we've got a great chairman now um and uh, yeah no it's really really is good onwards and upwards up, onwards and upwards for the club Tony I, I wish you all the best thank you very much Steve so for me here at Belmont Banter and Steve Marshall cricket legend now as well as football legend <laughs> on the other end of a phone it's uh, goodbye from me cheers everyone thanks thanks Tony you're more than welcome, Steve. Thank you. And thank you for your time, mate. You take care, Steve. Cheers. Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. They are providers of optical fibre services to the telecoms industry, specialising in optical fibre provision, local and long haul. 
We offer a full turnkey solution to our clients throughout London and the south of England. Contact us through the website for more details. Your host, Tony Rouse, every week on Belmont Banter for news about local football in Kent and beyond. I do hope that you've enjoyed today's episode of Belmont Banter. Don't forget there's a new episode out every week which comes out on a Sunday night, early Monday morning. And you can leave your suggestions for a guest to invite at the end. And leave a like and don't forget to pass it on to all your mates. Cheers.